0: Welcome to LOA Today, Walt Thiessen and Life Coach David Bartke here. Today is Sunday, August the 5th, 2018, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, your weekend, Dose of Happy, and we hope you've been having a great weekend. It's been a little bit uh, muggy here in the northeastern part of the United States, but uh, David, we actually got out and about today. We, you know, we, we got away from all the work for a while. We actually drove down to the coastline and had some lobster roll and just had a good time. So... That was our Sunday. You Before you even ask, see, now I've already filled in. You already asked about um, food and, you know, high, vibration-rising <laughs> food, right? And, and you also asked about what I've been doing so I combined it all in one answer. How's that? <laughs> That's
1: good. Well, it sounds like a very uh, scenic day, which is nice.
0: It was very scenic. We're right on the water and, and uh, boats all over the place. I mean, they, they actually had a boat traffic jam out there. There were so many boats trying to come into the little <laughs> harbor there.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my goodness I wonder how they control that <laughs> um,
0: slowly <laughs> that's the best way to do it slowly you don't want to hit another boat
1: <laughs> oh no no! but that must have looked really nice though.
0: Oh, it was gorgeous sure. it was gorgeous the, the only slight drawback was <clears throat> it was so warm that uh, Louise was feeling the heat so we had to stay in a cool area and, and uh, ultimately re- retreat to the air conditioning of the car just because I mean <laughs> temperatures were in the you know 90 degree 90 to 95 degree range and 90s and humid is not exactly the most comfortable combination, but hey, when you're seeing the ocean like that, that makes up for it.
1: Yes, no, I know. This morning I was taking um, my dog Pippin out for a walk, and it was already then. It was already super hot and steamy, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> let's take a short walk today, Pippin." Yeah, right. <laughs> Be quick so about it. We did an abbreviated book. <laughs> <walk. laughs> but yeah, because it was it was hot and. I stepped inside and I'm like, okay, this is a air conditioning type day. <laughs>
0: so. It really is, yes. And I'm grateful for it. I'm glad that we have it. I mean, there are things we need to appreciate in life. And one of the best things to appreciate, of course, is waking up in the morning and then all the other good things that are going on the, during the day. During the middle of a, a hot and humid spell, air conditioning definitely is on the list. And I'm very appreciative of it.
1: Yes, and you know, even though it's hot, I still love it. I mean, in... And- when the, this winter last felt like it lasted so long that <laughs> I'm like, let's enjoy the heat. Because <laughs> we were all like, when's summer coming? When's the heat coming?
0: Well, it's funny you should so mention that. that be- here, because my cat has been uh, celebrating the fact that it's summer. Um, he has trouble during the winter because he, he likes being outdoors. And this year he is really... Liking being outdoors, he he only comes in to eat now. For the last two and a half months, he's been sleeping out and eating out and and doing all this stuff 24 hours a day. He comes in once uh, in the morning and once in the evening, or actually twice in the morning, twice in the evening to eat, and then he's out the rest of the time. And if he, if, <laughs> if we try to drag him in, he complains. He goes to the door. He tries to get the door handle.
2: <laughs> so, oh my goodness! <laughs> so
0: he is in his, Even though it is brutally hot at times and driving rainstorms and all that other stuff, he's just absolutely in heaven. He's just loving it out there. He's having a good time. He's having a good time. He knows how to appreciate (laughs) the stuff. All of it. He appreciates the whole thing. He just likes being outdoors.
1: Well, he's probably hunting something. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, I don't think so. I mean, the the way I know that, well, let's put it this way. The, The way I know whether he catches something is if he's off his feed, and he's never off his feed. He's, he always is very hungry early morning and and late evening he's always very very hungry, so I'm pretty sure he's not catching yeah. anything to eat and he may <laughs> he may be playing, but uh yeah
1: yeah I, I once saw this um program and they attached a camera to a cat like somehow they attached like a collar and it had a little camera on it, and they just let it do its thing and it was the end result was they were saying, wow that the cats are like the the mightiest hunters, because the, oh, <laughs> the whole time it was, a, yeah, it didn't necessarily eat what it caught, but it was just like one poor little critter after another. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, wow, okay. <laughs>
0: well, also around here, I mean, there are also wild animals around here, including predators, so he also has to be oh, careful, God. you know, so yeah, he, he could just easily be prey as predator, and he knows it, too, and he knows, he's he's really good at taking care of himself, I have to say.
1: Uh, what's his name?
0: Um, he has a, a female, no- female name. He's Joy.
1: Oh, uh, I like that. The reason he's but Joy. For, we, a cat, for a
0: cat, that's okay. For a cat, it's okay, <laughs> okay, yes. Well, the reason he's Joy yeah. is because um, both he and our other cat, Harmony, we, they, we basically rescued them when they were abandoned by the people who lived across the street from where we used to live in Virginia. Oh. And right. when we first found Joy, we thought he was a female. It wasn't. Uh. It wasn't until we took him and Harmony to the <laughs> the, uh, the shelter to get them fixed to find out they'd already been fixed. And by the way, Joy was a girl.
2: <laughs> or, or Joy was not a girl. Joy was a boy rather. No, Sorry. Joy was a boy. Joy was a boy.
0: Yeah. But he is. It, it's one of those um, names that was really fortuitous because even before we knew he was a boy, he is a joyful cat. I mean, he. Yeah. You, you can just see he lives exuberantly um he's very affectionate he'll uh, he'll come up to people that he doesn't even know in our neighborhood Of course, we have a lot of people in the neighborhood and you know he'll he'll get them to pet him and play with him and so forth we call him the neighborhood ambassador because that's really what he is (laughs) he also has a tendency like if he's inside like in the wintertime and wants some attention he'll jump up on the coffee table and roll around and basically everything will go flying in every direction but it's you you can't get mad at him because you can just tell he's just having such a good time doing
1: it (laughs) That's great. He is a very, very joyful cat. He really
0: is. He's a very joyful cat. What
1: about Harmony? What is her personality
0: like? Harmony is a, I I think you could probably say she was the runt of her litter. And Uh, the reason I say that is, well, first of all, when we got them, they were both malnourished. Um, Right. Best guess, they had probably been on their own for about a month. Um and we based Court that on, on when we found out about, you know, where they were from first of all, and we ended up talking to the people who took over the house where the other people were, because the reason they got abandoned was that family got evicted from their house. And we uh, had pretty good idea of when they were evicted from the house and so we you know, do a little math and we figured out they were on their own for about a month. And Harmony has what we originally thought was an injury, but now we realize it's probably a congenital defect. Her front right paw is 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 deformed by having a crook in it so she can't walk on it properly which of course if you're trying to fend for yourself that really inhibits things so when when we found her i mean she was as thin as a rake i doubt that she would have lived much longer if we hadn't found her today she's a chunky little thing She is a what little color? on the on the right they? side. They're both black. They're both all black oh. cats. They got a little tiny, tiny bit of white under their chin. That's about it. Um, but Cute. they're all, they're all black Cute. cats. Yeah, and and we presume that they're related. But we're we're pot, it's possible that they're even <laughs> mother and daughter, a mother and son rather. We're not a hundred percent sure what right. the relationship is, obviously, because they're rescues. Um, but Joy also has an interesting habit. He will whenever Harmony comes up to him to you know say hello and so forth she will put his her head to his mouth and he will lick her head (laughs) i have never heard of a male cat grooming another cat but there it is
1: that is so cute yeah oh god i just i had a black cat as well for many years i think he lived he was about 18 or 19 and he was he was great and i don't know he was have an affinity towards black cats because he was so wonderful Mm. now i hear that joy is wonderful and harmony is wonderful so maybe i don't know maybe there's something about black cats
0: well we also have a a history with (laughs) black cats because louise up until six months before we met had a black cat named shadow so oh that's cute plenty of black cats in the in the family so to speak
1: (laughs) Uh, so what about winds? What winds can you share?
0: Oh well let's see. Well um I talked about having lobster uh, down by the shoreline. That's a win all by itself.
1: Yes, that is true. Yes. And it was delicious, yeah. I have
0: to say. It's even better with the clarified yeah. butter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a place
0: down what on the about shoreline. By, right? It's, it's a place down the shoreline called yeah. Abbott's um, Restaurant in the Rough. It's because you basically eat on picnic tables. It's, there's, it's not enough a, a, a typical restaurant. I mean, you pay full price for the lobster, and lobster is not cheap. But uh, right. it, you know, it, it's always very, very fresh. And it's 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 like the old New England experience for eating a lobster. It's not the modern you know sitting right, at, at right. the fine dining table with the lobster tail. It's already been cut <laughs> open. It's not like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what about vibrationally? Were you at a good vibration all week, or did you have to work on it? Or
0: oh, there, every week I have to work on it to one degree or another. That's true. Um, t- today I I was, I mean I was feeling good, but I must have been in a good place because I got to tell you, David, there was a lot of weekend traffic. We get especially a lot of weekend traffic along I-95 going from Rhode Island up to Boston and then down to New York. It's like a main right. thoroughfare for people going from New York City out to Cape Cod and wow. all, all beach spots in between and so friday night and sunday all day pretty much are massive massive traffic and we, oh, didn't, I'm sure. we yeah. didn't have to spend yeah. much time on there but all the other highways get a lot of traffic too i mean the traffic is always up during the summer in connecticut yes. yeah. and i imagine it's probably similar in, in new jersey too um but it, it gets really really busy and today david I, it was like there was a prow of a ship ahead of me and it was just plowing the cars out of the way just nice. moving them i mean I, I would i would go here and they move out of the way and i'd move over to this lane and they move out of the way they were all moving out of my way as i was going it was great
1: your vibration was pushing them to the side <laughs> just letting you through
0: and then as we got to uh we were coming back from the shoreline as we came through hartford there's one section that we had to go through where hartford has a lot of traffic going through it um And it gets particularly busy during the summer, on the weekends. And the traffic was backed up probably about a half hour's worth of backup. I mean, it was really, really backed up. And I got into a lane that was one lane too far over. It was actually a lane for taking an exit I didn't want. Um, Right. But I couldn't get back in. So I just kept going and going and going. And finally, when I got to the point where the exit split off, which was way, way up, And where one exit went one way and one exit the other other way. And I need to get in the other lane. There was a nice opening waiting for me. I just zipped right in there and boom, I was done. So I basically skipped a half an hour worth of of
1: waiting in line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's good.
0: So even when I got it wrong, I got it right. That's right.
1: Right? That's right. Well, good. Yeah. You had a good, good vibe. Yeah, here in Jersey in the summer, the highway that goes to the shore points, that's always very crowded. Oh, of course. You know, on the weekends kind of like what you were saying so like when when we go up there we try to go early because you don't want to mm-hmm. go too late then forget about it <laughs> like oh, yeah. like for us if we want to go to atlantic city we have to leave super early otherwise we will definitely get caught in traffic mm-hmm. i'm not crazy about sitting in traffic so i'd rather set myself up for success with that and just leave early but then like anyway, here so that's great
0: Like up here, you definitely want to stay off 95 then.
1: That's the one that, (laughs) that's the main one everybody takes.
0: Well, here in Connecticut it is. I mean, that's the one that runs along the shoreline here. I've thought because 95 is not right on the shoreline, but fairly close in New Jersey, I thought that would be a major um, traffic pattern there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a good week uh, for me too. It was much better because last time we talked, my uncle had passed uh, the week
2: Mm. before
1: that. So, you know, this was a much, much easier week. I was able to keep my vibration in a much better place. And uh, that alone was very good. How about food? Because um, for you, it's always <laughs> high
0: vibration food. How about food? <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think uh, if I had anything that was so amazing <laughs> vibrationally. Um, I'm trying to remember. You know what? I cannot report anything believe it or not i'm I don't, stunned I, I mean i had i i know i had like very good food but there wasn't like that one thing that was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but i will i think the the closest thing that came to that was you ever did you ever see um you know what cannolis are
0: oh
2: yeah
1: the, the, yeah. the italian pastry oh we
0: have we have it, italian I, population all over the place. yes we definitely know cannolis
1: Well, I don't know if they have this by you, but here I've started seeing these containers, and the bottom part of the container is broken up cannoli shells, and then the top has a little cup in it with the cannoli cream. Oh, really? And then, yeah, then you're you know obviously you when you buy it, you take it apart and you dip the shell into the cannoli cream and you enjoy it that way. So, Hmm. um, I was with my mom and we saw that, and I'm like. Let's try this. I've always wanted to try because I like cannolis and it's just a different thing I've been seeing. I'm, and it was very good. It was very mm. good. And you got to, you know, take as much or, or as little of the cannoli cream onto the shell. And it was, it was really good. It was really good. I would very say that good. was the, the, yeah, I would say that was the main, <laughs> the main thing that I had this past week that was kind of like vibration raising compared to normal food. But it was good. I would recommend it. If you, if you ever see that in your area, try it. It was really good.
0: Okay. All right. Really good.
1: Yeah. And by the way, yeah. I, think,
0: I think you're to be forgiven for not having lots of vibration-raising food stories this week, considering <laughs> you're recovering from the, the passing of your uncle. So, you know, you're, you're true. forgiven. Yeah, true, yeah. But by next oh. week, you better have some.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I still had a lot of wins. I had a, a lot of great coaching sessions. Um, I attracted another new client and that's always exciting. Great. And uh yeah, I just I, I still had a lot of very nice wins um in general overall. So it was a, it was a really nice week and here we are. All right.
0: Yeah. Well that's what you need. You need to have something like that, particularly after a, a tough family event like that. So good.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. One thing I, so I shall they continue? Yeah, yeah we, go ahead. I, I just
0: wanted to, to toss in something that um I think I've shared, I may have shared this on the podcast before, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, I'm sure I have. Um, in the past, I, I ran into a situation with my wife where um, she was uh, mourning the passing of her stepmother, and I discovered something during that that I, I try to pass along to anybody who I've been talking to, but especially you here on the podcast, uh, anybody I've been talking to who had um, a sudden death in the family, uh, you know, especially a surprise death. And that is, I remind them to focus on the love they felt for that person whenever they're feeling the loss. And the reason I suggest that is because when you're focusing on the love and why you loved them and how why they loved you and so on and so forth, and just on that part, you can't simultaneously focus on the loss. So doing that, focusing on the love and just staying there and talking about it and sharing it and so forth, actually eases the pain. And and I just Uh wanted to make sure I passed that
1: along. Yes. Um, So shall we continue on the
0: book? Yes, we are in the middle of example 17. We got, well, yeah, like a third of the way through example 17, which is in part two of the book, The Astonishing Power of Emotions, Let Your Feelings Be Your Guide by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Um, Example 17 is entitled, My Children Have No Respect for Me, and Uh, I feel so bad for them. (laughs) (laughs) But last week, uh, (laughs) Abraham was trying to introduce... Some of the ideas about uh you know letting go and 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 letting people uh be and, and basically both parents and children uh giving them statements uh, affirmations positive statements they could say to help themselves to be more respectful of each other and to uh let the other person be who they're going to be and all that kind of thing and we got about uh i guess we got through uh some of their initial recommendations for both the parents and the children there there's some some um, higher vibrational stuff that they're going to bring along in in a couple pages here. But uh, at least we have a foundation. Why
1: don't you take it, because I did a lot last week, so why don't you do this week?
0: Oh, all right. Well, let's see. We're reading now on page, if you're following in the book, we're on page 153, after all the uh, list of bullet items that we talked about last week. And it says here, people often get bogged down in the details of their assessment of one another's actions and the rightness or wrongness of those actions, but no real solutions are ever found in that way. Committees are formed and studies are made in an effort to find the best parenting methods, and opinions on this subject are as numerous as grains of sand at the beach. Methods switch from less control to more control, back to less control, back to more control. But the key to wonderful relationships and productive parenting has been within you all along. When you offer thoughts about your children and pay attention to how those thoughts feel, you will have your perfect guide to parenting and and to everything else. So begin where you are with phrases like, well, this is where you probably are right now. (laughs) I I must control my child. I can't control my child. My child is uncontrollable. My uncontrollable child is doomed to, to a troubled life. I need to find a way to control my child. Well, those are not particularly downstream thoughts, are they? (laughs) No. 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 All of these statements feel bad to you. They're upstream, which means your inner being is thinking very differently about your role as a parent. So here's a a slightly different variation. If I don't control my child, I will be seen as a bad parent by my child's school. Oh, so now we're going to lay a guilt trip on ourselves, too. I see. Okay. This statement feels bad because you can't control your child, but your child's school is attempting to exercise control over you. None of that is a match to your broader intentions regarding your child. So, here is a little bit better approach. Well, maybe not so much better. Maybe actually it's a little (laughs) bit worse now that I look at it. (laughs) Uh, I just looked at it and I'm like, well... (laughs) Well, maybe not. (laughs) They're going to get there eventually, I'm sure. Now, these say, my children have no respect for me. If they don't respect me... They will not respect other adults, and they will have a negative, and that will have a negative impact on their entire lives. Okay, now I'm fully depressed. <laughs> I'm just really <laughs> depressed. You think that the pain you are feeling is because of your children's disrespect for you, but all emotional pain is really about your disagreement with your own inner being. In other words, your in-this-moment thoughts do not match the thoughts your inner being has about the subject. You know, the the first time I heard inner being discussed, and I, I know I have more of that paragraph to read, but the, I, I just had to stop there. The more I hear inner being discussed by Abraham, the more I realize that even from the very beginning, their presentation, their explanation of not just what the inner being is, but how it interrelates with us is entirely different from anything else I've ever heard. And one of the key points that they bring up is the idea that the inner being has thoughts that can be separate from our own and yet the inner being is part of us I mean it's yeah. like it's like the non-physical yeah. side of us and, and I just find yeah. that to be fascinating our inner being can have different thoughts from our physical being I mean that, that, do you, yeah, and and I, you have the same reaction yeah, I kind of
1: take it like yeah like, you're, like our inner being is always high vibration so our inner being is always kind of spot on. And and we're the ones who get can get caught up in the emotion and wanting to be right and
0: Right, well that. yeah. Well that's the message obviously that that Abraham's yeah. trying to convey to us. I just find it interesting yeah. the whole idea that the thought patterns can be different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's uh it's something I think you kinda of just have to accept. Otherwise you're gonna set yourself up for Getting involved, you know, getting too confused about things.
0: Well, certainly, acceptance is a good idea. Of course, there's also just getting used to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of get yeah. used to the idea before you can accept it. That, that's a uh, you know, I mean, it, the explanation that when you're feeling negative, when you're feeling bad feelings, stuff that doesn't feel good to you, it's because you're in in thought disagreement with your inner being. That explanation makes sense, but it's still a little bit a little bit strange realizing that yeah. there's a there's a part of me that thinks differently from the way the conscious uh, physical part of me thinks i don't know maybe that's just
1: absolutely me. no i mean remember you're more scientific so you're more in i can understand how you would question that more but i totally get it It is. it is mm-hmm. interesting it's very very interesting and very like wow <laughs> like there's another part. It's not just me. There's another part of me. Well, that part I can. That part doesn't bother me. I get that. Part of me.
0: Well, actually, I don't call it the higher part because you, you know why I don't call it higher part It's because if that's the higher part, yeah. I'm the lower part. <laughs> I, I, and that yeah. relationship doesn't really work for me. Why? Why should I be inferior? It's all part of me anyway. So. Yeah, I
1: just, I it just helps me think of it like, well, that's most the source energy part of me is all. When I say higher, I mean higher higher vibration all the time.
2: That's a
0: reasonable explanation.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't mean it like it's um greater than me. I mean it's a higher it's always at a high vibration.
2: Yeah, that's good. I like that.
1: Yeah, where we sometimes we're not. <laughs> Which can be and that's that's how I kind of like to look at it.
0: That, that's a good way to look at. it. I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. you're right. It could it, it could yeah. be interpreted that way very easily. Yeah. So anyway, continuing the paragraph, it says, it is very common to try to justify a negative position you are standing in because at deep levels, you know that you should be feeling good. So you're going on to explain that your children's lives will be ruined if you do not do something about their disrespect, but your inner being is not in agreement with that logic either. So rather than trying to unravel all of the dilemmas of parenthood from the beginning of time by comparing every technique and its apparent results to every other technique, it is our desire that you bring all of this into simple perspective by doing the only thing you do have control over, and that is the alignment of your thoughts, vibrations, and energies with your own being. That's basically what we were just talking about. That's, yeah. that's the yeah. message that Abraham yeah. consistently gives. Mm-hmm. Focus and comment about this subject while feeling for the harmony of your broader perspective. Try to find a downstream thought. That feels slightly better than the last and continue the process until you have shown yourself what your inner being or your source thinks about your parental responsibility about you and about your children so i guess we're about to get slightly better thoughts here let's see what they say okay i hate it when my girls roll their eyes at me that way that doesn't sound a that much better how about the next one <laughs> they do it right in front of me and they don't even care how it makes me feel are we getting any better here?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe technically that's better than my children have no respect. My children have no respect for me, but it still sounds pretty upstream. <laughs>
0: well, here's their explanation. This is what has happened, and you do feel bad about it. Now try to find some downstream thoughts. Oh, okay. So we're still stuck in upstream. Oh, okay.
1: Right. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: now try to find some downstream thoughts about without asking them to change their behavior, because you have control over your thoughts and feelings, but no control as you as your experience with them has shown you over their behavior. Okay. Hopefully this is a little bit better. It's not personal. They don't respect any adults. Well, I guess That's maybe a it's little like better. marginally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but only marginally, and they say so. They say, this does not feel much better because you are still concerned about how their disrespectful behavior will impact their future lives. Now, we do not want to spend any more time explaining why your thoughts feel better or worse because it only slows things down and has the potential of taking you off into other uncomfortable directions. That's really true, by the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just make an effort to make yourself feel better by your choice of thoughts. This is a good time to remind you, as you try to get your boat moving against the current of the difference between getting a firm grip on those oars and just letting go of the oars and going with the flow. Try to let go of the control of your girls and see if it gives you any feelings of relief. Ah, I think we finally made it. Here's the better feeling thoughts. I've tried everything I can think of. I've read every book I can get my hands on. It's the first thing I think of when I awaken and the last thing I think about before I sleep. I don't know what to do. I give up. (laughs) That actually is a little bit better. That really is better because at least they're saying, okay, I don't know what else to do. I mean, they're still still fairly negative, but I, I, I give up. That's an important positive statement to make. Yeah, yeah. Now, they say, focus only upon how you feel. Experience the relief of giving up, of letting go of those oars. Try to remember that there is value in the relief, for it means your resistance has lessened. Every bit of discomfort you have experienced in your interaction with your girls has put more specific desires in your vibrational escrow regarding your relationship with them and regarding the the success of their lives. And just now, in letting go, you began to move toward those desires. So now you have access to other better feeling thoughts, which is a very, very complex way of saying, you know, once you say something that's a little bit better, it makes it easier to say something that's even better than that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You said it a little simpler. (laughs) And a lot
0: shorter, too. But let's see what they got here. So I don't have to figure it all out right now. Boy, is that the truth. Maybe it isn't my job to figure out their lives. Ah, now she's starting to get it. There aren't enough hours in the day to sort through the complicated details of my teenagers' lives. Absolutely true. Yeah. I think that I've been spending far too much time trying to do that. Do we have like a bell where we can say, "Yes, that's it. You are the winner." <laughs> <laughs> There are other things I could think about. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. There are other things I could think about. They're only a big part of my they are a big part of my life, but I do have my own life. Yep, there's another ding ding ding. It feels yeah. good to think about giving the subject of my girls a rest. Yeah. And my girls are probably like that too. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure.
0: No, those definitely feel better. Those thoughts definitely feel better. They better, they yeah. they're not really high yes. positive yet, but they're a definite improvement. And yeah. I guess that's really what they're trying to show here. They're trying to, very slowly, almost tooth pulling speed. They're trying to, you know, <laughs> they're trying to to show us how to transition over from negative to positive. And and I guess that's important because when you're in that really negative place, it can seem very hard to go to the positive. Even just a small improvement seems like a lot to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It seems like a lot of energy goes into that. So I I guess I can understand their viewpoint because apparently this person they were talking to had a lot of negative emotion invested in how frustrated and angry and terrified she was for her girls mm-hmm. okay so you're feeling more light-hearted now they say from your current vibrational stance your very recent negative feelings even feel a little odd to you Does, do you have you ever felt that where you were in a bad place and now you're starting to feel better and it felt odd
1: um yeah because it's Especially when you, when you deliberately force that, which is wonderful, it,
2: it's a, it feels different. Well, yeah, it I mean, you're
0: forcing better,
1: it, but it feels different.
0: If you're forcing it, because that also means that you don't entirely feel it, you're trying to push yourself to feel it. Yeah. And that definitely feels odd, but I, I get the impression they're talking about you've actually managed to move that emotional set point up the scale a bit. And they're suggesting that that's the part that feels odd. That's the way I'm reading it anyway.
1: You're just yeah. going to agree with me. <laughs> no, but I, I think that's true.
0: Okay. So it says you are feeling some slight humor in the idea that your girls will appreciate your lightening up as much as you do. And we got a bunch more that are better feeling stuff. You want to read these? Just like five or six of them. Um, Why don't you read these?
1: Okay. So.
0: Starting at the bottom of 156. See. They won't know what to do.
1: So. They won't know what to do if I'm not haranguing them all the time. (laughs) It'll be fun to see their surprise instead of the rolling of their eyes. My backing off cannot possibly cause a more negative result since what I have been doing certainly hasn't produced any positive results. Yeah,
0: that's a helpful one right there. That's really helpful because at at, at some point you realize you have a perfect, terrible batting average. The (laughs) the worst thing that happens is you match it.
1: (laughs) Right? yes but that's that's true a lot of this seems feels to me like allowing like yes this is getting this is getting the mother to just kind of allow allowing
0: and let go and just letting go of all the angst and all the frustration and all the stuff that she's been holding on to all this time
1: that's right yes so it goes on i like the idea of seeing my girls through the loving eyes of my own inner being
0: Mm, that's good
1: those yeah those wonderful old feelings are very familiar I remember seeing each of them as perfect and feeling joyful about their future. Ah, that
2: was I good. really
1: do want yeah, I really do want to return to those feelings about them. I wonder what time it is. They should be home soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one, I don't know why. Um I'll be glad to see them. This will be fun. So in other but words, much better, right?
0: They're, yeah, they're they're representing here that that she has shifted her um her self-talk so much that she's actually managed to look forward to seeing her girls again today, even though she just saw them this morning. But now she's, (laughs) now she's, she's actually doing a little segment intending here. Really?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that one. I wonder what time it is. They should be home soon. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's funny. So it goes on to say, we are certainly not suggesting that your trouble with your teenagers has now been completely resolved with this short exercise, but you did come into alignment with your source. And if you will remain determined to find thoughts of relief when circumstances arise that are uncomfortable, these relationships will be transformed. That's a big statement. Transformed is a big thing, but that's wonderful. It is. I mean, that's a, a big promise,
0: but I think it's true. Well, let's finish off the, um, um, the, last chap- the last paragraph there, and then there's a couple things I wanted to talk about with you
1: on this. Okay, so it finishes by saying, when your girls be- begin to catch wind of your willingness to not only allow them to create their own reality, but to encourage it, the majority of their pushing back at you will stop. It will be as if you have removed the pillow from their faces, and the flailing about will stop immediately. And now you can all get back into your own individual boats and continue your joyous journeys in this wonderful life experience.
0: So my first question is, is this some sort of wild fantasy or is this real? Do you think that this has actual uh, validity? That Because uh, on the one hand they said, well, we don't expect this to fix everything right away. And then they, on the other hand, say, yeah, but you're going be everything's going to be wonderful and joyous from now on. So it's like they're having their cake and eating it too. <laughs>
1: Well, I like the idea of it. I think it's, uh, anyone reading this who's going through a situation with their children, I guess, or anybody really, I like the, the positive idea of it, that you do it, you do this process and you at least kind of make everything feel better and then everyone kind of returns to their source and it's all happy, happy, happy.
0: But but here's the okay, question, and this is what I was, well, why not? Yeah, okay. Here's the question I was going to raise is the big question. <laughs> you have a practice. Uh, you, you you regularly coach people. And yeah. I imagine <clears throat> one of the things you coach them on is stuff along this line, turning the boat around, you know, replacing the negative thoughts with the positive yeah. thoughts and so yeah. forth. How often mm-hmm. do you run into clients who are resistant to do that? Even when they're doing the exercise, they just resist it.
1: Um, not often, because they can at least feel in the moment the difference even if it's a little difference it makes them feel better and that's a, that's enough of an example typically for people to realize you know what that's true i can i can tell myself a better story about the situation and that feels better
0: but there it is you you, you just know? you just touched on the, the point that i was going to get to so thank you for zooming right there <laughs> the point okay. that i was going to get to is um I think you're right. I think most people will recognize that there is some value in this idea that they're laying out here because even if you don't buy into law of attraction, it certainly makes sense to change our mindsets just to make it more positive because it's more pleasant, because it feels better. Yeah. You know, so, so you're just yeah. providing some relief that way. And yet, and th- this is, this is where I'm, I'm trying to throw the question out. There are lots and lots of people who will read something like this or hear something or you know watch something on YouTube or or subscribe to the Abraham Hicks videos and and watch all the videos of all the workshops or whatever and they'll say right. yes 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 I agree with that yes that's good you know you're right about that I should probably do that but they don't do anything or maybe they try to do something for a little bit and then they kind of give up or they do it half-heartedly
2: mm-hmm. there are a lot of
0: mm-hmm. people who do that and yeah. and I guess I could just as easily say well because they're doing it half heartedly they can't really expect any results or they can only respect, you know, minimal results. But there's also a part of me that is asking, is this approach really a viable approach for everybody? Is this something that really anybody can and will succeed with?
1: If they're open to it. I mean if you know, someone might have so much resistance they might hear this and be so in their resistance they may not even get it. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I think the people listening <laughs> are are already kind of into law of attraction, so they they would be much more open to it. But it's it's certainly possible someone could read this and be like, "Oh yeah, right," and not even not even try it. And that would be that's that's kind of where the resistance for them would be. And if they would just try it. They well, more, probably, if they tried it, if they tried it and did it like the quote right way, they would definitely feel some kind of positive difference.
0: Oh, I, I would say more likely, most will try it. The question is, will they stick to it? Will they make it something that they do as a regular activity? Well, are they really committed to changing their mindset on a regular basis?
1: Well, if they have a law of attraction life coach, that would help a lot. <laughs> that would help. <laughs>
0: Nice self-promo but there, I like that, that was good.
1: <laughs> no, but it does, because it, that, that keeps people, that helps keep people on track, it helps keep them focused in the right way so that they, they can experience it long enough where they feel a difference. Because it's like an accountability factor? It could be very, yeah, absolutely, and it, it could be very hard on your own. Because I, I mean, I get, as I always say, I, I get a lot of calls from people all, all over the place and a lot of them have read books and watch videos and tried to do it on their own, like different processes and ideas. And then when they do it with me, they're like, wow, I totally wasn't getting it until I did it with you. So it can be a different thing on your own. You know, what
0: do you think it is? Uh, what uh what, What's the qualitative difference between the ones who do it on their own? And then when they do it with you and they get a different experience, what, what, what's the, the difference?
1: When I, Because when I coach them live, um, you know, my coaching is phone coaching, but even on the phone, I'm guiding them, I'm helping them along, and without that, they're just not getting the full impact, the full information. Like, a lot of times I go into the reasons, you know, more in more detail and different aspects of law of attraction, which help them understand why they're doing it even more. So just it just makes a difference to have that, you know, to have me on the uh, coaching them through it. And I've heard many people say, "Wow, I've I've tried to do this on my own, and it was not the same experience. I just didn't get it until now."
0: So so why do you think people who try it on their own? I mean, and, and this is not a blanket statement. Not stadium, everybody. Because yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there are. I I do it on my own, and I've been successful with some effort. But I've been successful. But why do you think the people who uh Try it on their own and don't really get anywhere. Why don't they get anywhere? What do you think is stopping them? I, I know that they have a resistance built up, but do, is there any other pattern going on here that indicates why? You know, Group A will kind of give, give up after a while. Well, and Group probably, B will, will persevere. Probably,
1: yeah. Probably they don't fully understand law of attraction. They don't fully get it, and they don't realize it's a constant thing. You is it know, not getting not it, or is
0: it, or is it doubting it?
1: It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not something you kind of just try. and then then that's it you have to continue to try and continue to understand it and continue to reach for the better thoughts and such so So you you know it could be easy to give up because if you're on your own just practicing it you may not be doing it to the full extent as you should or you may not be getting it as much you're like uh i didn't really that didn't do much for me (laughs) you know that is possible (laughs) it's possible
0: so so you're not like master yoda from the star wars series who says do or do not. There is no try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not in this case. <laughs> not in this. Not in this example.
0: Okay, so trying trying counts.
1: Yeah, yeah it does. But like I said, that you know, people get law of attraction at different levels, at different you know, depending on how much they know or don't know, or how much they've things have clicked with them. So you know, some people can try this on their own and they, they get it and it clicks, and some people it doesn't. That's just how it is.
0: Why is it, do you think? Because, I mean, the concept is a really simple concept. Ask, believe, and receive. I mean, it doesn't get much more straightforward than that. So why do so many people have trouble?
1: Well, I think think because a lot of times people are way too caught up in what is. They're so caught up in what is and what they're experiencing that it's hard for them to get past that or to think about something a little better than what is actually happening
2: so
0: they have what Whitney calls what is itis
1: yes I think most people do Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you gotta you know it's like Esther Hicks says if if we keep focusing on what is we're gonna get what is if we focus on what we want then our what we want will become our what is
0: well then I'm gonna ask you another question and this one was one that I wrestled with for the longest time and I'm still not sure if I can explain it but I'm hoping maybe you can if you're finding it if you're finding the what is it is to be very strong, you're finding that your your tendency to notice and pay attention to and think about what is is really really powerful to the point where you you almost can't rip yourself away from it long enough to dream about what could be, what you'd want it to be. You know, doing doing the imagining. What's your favorite way out of that? What's your favorite way to to defeat that? I know what my particular favorite was, but I'm curious to know what you recommend.
1: Well, when I'm working with a client, I I will at least get them to say like whatever the situation is, like to say, well, what do you want about this? How do you want it to go? Mm -hmm. What do you want? And even if there's resistance there, they can at least do that. They can say, well, yeah, you know, I really want my business to do better. I really want this relationship, whatever it is. And when they do that, I can say, you know, even though you're still caught up in the what is a lot about the situation, when you were doing that, could you kind of at least tell that that felt better to you and they always say yes because it does
2: mm-hmm. sure
1: so that's that's kind of you know how to had a remedy that and then i say well this was just a, a you know a small example and if you know if you do this on your own and continue to feel better about the situation and focus more on what you want and how you want it to be then that's going to get you out of the what is
0: The the thing that I found is that with myself, and and I think other people will run into this too, is with myself, I found that I just had a hard time coming up with how to express what I wanted it to be. Because I was so heavily focused on what it is, I couldn't even rip my attention away from it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where, like, if you had a life coach, a law of attraction life coach in particular, hopefully they would have coached you through that so you would have had a quicker realization
0: of it. Okay. Because yeah. I can tell you what I ended up doing. I, I ended up justifying it to myself, really. Uh, justifying to myself that I could do it, first of all. And second of all, giving myself a permission to do it, so to speak. I did it by reminding myself that I used to do this all the time when I was a kid. Because when we're kids, we, we, we... Imagine. Imagine what uh, I want. Yeah.
2: Yes. You
0: know, we, yeah. we we played imagination all the time, right? <laughs> So, I just I, I I said to myself, "Well, maybe I have trouble slipping into here 's where I really want things to be, but I can certainly pretend I can play like it 's happening because I, I used to do that as a kid, all I have to do is just remember how, what I did then, just make it up, uh-huh. you know not worry uh-huh. about whether it was true or not, just make it up, and that actually became my my root out because once I allowed myself to start just making it up without." having any concern about how true it was, that that kind of broke the dam, if you know what I mean. It, mm-hmm. it, it kind of broke through all that, that heaviest layer of resistance that I had set up.
1: I can see that. That's great,
0: yes. Yeah, it, it works nicely. So, yeah, if, if anyone's listening and they're having trouble breaking through, I recommend it. Pre- just pretend you're a little kid. Well, if you were a little kid and you were going to imagine <laughs> whatever it is you're trying to uh, you know, attract or... or have in your life or whatever. How would you imagine it? What would it be like? Just make it up. Mm-hmm. Don't worry that it's not true. You're pl- you're just playing a game like you're a little kid. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Or or you or you could just ask yourself, well, what what would this situation look like if it was going well? And that I mean, pretty much anyone can go there, regardless of what it's about.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
1: then, you know. Okay. Well, if it was going well, then this would be going on and that would be going on and. They could at least go there that's, that that'll help get you there as well, get you out of the what is into the what you want
0: I'm trying to remember what I takes, did.
1: It takes practice
0: you know? mm. i I do remember that I would have a lot of resistance on, that expressed itself as i don't I know that that isn't true, so I really can't buy into that and that That's why I had to, to kind of bend my mind to pretend like I was just a little kid playing an imaginary game. Because otherwise I couldn't, right. it, it's like I couldn't even allow myself to do it. I couldn't, I mean, you asked the question, how would you like it to be like? I wasn't able to answer that question because it, there was mm-hmm. a part of me that was saying, well, yeah, I know that's not true, so I can't say an untruth.
1: And then I would say, well, I'm not asking you to tell me if it's true. Just what would it be? <laughs> forgetting forgetting true or not true.
0: So I guess that's uh, another reason to have a coach. If you it, if, if you're in a stuck position and you want to make progress, that's where a coach really comes in handy, doesn't it?
1: Yes. Yes, I would really recommend lifecoachdavid.com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's true cuz a, co- a good coach can get you out of your especially for you your scientific ways.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, my sci- You always say that as if it was like some sort of a, you know, a curse or something.
1: <laughs> well, no, it's not a curse. But I I think it's probably a little more difficult for you just to click with certain things because your mind's like, well, wait a minute. Why is that? How does that happen? What is that? <laughs> is yeah, okay. I just, just, I just see
0: myself as being more discerning, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I mean, it's, it's wonderful when, as a coach when somebody when you can hear in someone's voice when they do get into the, what they want. It, it, they just sound lighter. They're talking easier. You can just feel it. It's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that's true. Of course, I also know what it's like to talk to life coaches, not because I hire a life coach, but because I have seven of them as co-hosts. Yes. <laughs> so I like to yep. brag that I, I am yep. I am the best coach person in, in the entire United States of America.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but a lot of this book, as as we talked about, does come down kind of to the same thing, like getting back into alignment. or. Right? And, you know allowing more
0: and well that's the standard uh, abraham approach want. isn't it i mean everything that abraham writes and they write they're they're um they're very prolific there's a lot of writing there's a lot of dvds there's a lot of cds there's a lot of stuff that they put out but the one common theme that is true to all of them is no matter what you do get to alignment first no matter what you do get yourself into a better feeling place yeah. no matter what you do reach for a better thought. reach for the better okay. thoughts You always always reach for the better thoughts that that's like the one theme that is true in every single piece that they put out and for good reason. I mean, I've I've been yeah. discovering that as I've been just on my own journey of development cuz ultimately that's what we we're on, right? We're all on our own individual journeys of development. We we call it life. Yeah. We call it, you know, our life experience and all the things that go on in our life. But in the midst of that, we're developing. And in that development, we're expanding.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to get there and sometimes it's harder but as long as you're striving in some way to do it that's that's the key you know because some experiences are harder to get through than others but even if it takes you longer as long as you're thinking about reaching for better thoughts and thinking about improving your vibration even if it's slower or faster that's as long as you're doing that that's really good
0: I I have to ask you one more This is. These are all a series of negative questions I'm asking, right? Negative feeling space (laughs) questions I'm asking. Okay. But I have to ask one more of them. And that is, let's say you've been practicing this stuff for a while, right? And you've had some successes. You've had some times when you really were able to move your your emotional set point. You were able to get yourself into that better feeling place. You were able to get more into that flowing downstream place. And then you have a day that comes along and you just don't feel like it. It's like, oh, God, I've been doing these exercises so long. I'm just not up (laughs) to doing it today. Now, if I was saying that to you as a life coach, I'm sure you would have some way to coach me out of it. But do you ever run into that yourself?
1: Um, No, but it's like I said, some, some experiences or days, as you just said, are harder. But as long as your intention is to get yourself to a better place, even on those harder days, that's still really good, you know? I mean, yeah, you, I guess you had you're to do not, that you're very not, recently. You're not, failing. you're not failing if you take longer. It's as, no. As no. long as you're doing that.
0: I, and I guess you really had to deal with that in a very real-world way in the last couple of weeks with the death of your uncle, because that's not a good yeah. feeling place at all. I mean, you basically, I'm sure you got no. knocked down with that one, and you had to climb back out.
1: Yes. Yep, I did. I did, and I'm probably still climbing out of it. But I'm, I'm in a much better place now than I was a week ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is probably one of the things you keep reminding yourself of, right? In order to stay Absolutely. in a better place.
1: Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, as long as your intention is to reach for better thoughts, to do what you can to keep yourself feeling good, slash as high vibration as possible, that's what's the, the key. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: Yeah.
1: As long as you're always striving to do that. And sometimes it's easier, and sometimes it's harder. You know, we're human. We're, you know, we're not robots, so... Uh, but as long as your intention is to do that, to me, that's key. That's, mm. the, that's the main thing.
0: On our trip back up from uh, the coastline this afternoon, we had uh, music playing, and it was uh, some of our positive music lists that were playing. We switched over to one that, that's basically show tunes, and one of the show tunes that they played was from the movie The Life of Brian by Monty Python, the song at the end that oh. goes, Always look on the bright side of life.
1: Oh, I like that song, yes. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, and I mean, it's got some really wacky lyrics in it, but it also has some <laughs> some, course, some really yeah. good lyrics in it about yeah. how it's, it's just so much better to look on the positive side, it, just in general. Of course, in the, the context of the film, they're all dying on the cross, which is really stupid, but you know, <laughs> well, but nevertheless, but, yeah. the point is it's still Monty a valid Hyde point. Runs, yeah. yeah, the yeah. point is that that no matter what the situation, if you can find that positive side of life, if you can look on, on the, the bright side of life, everything looks better. Everything feels better. Everything gets better. I think that's a pretty good it message.
1: Yes. And I, I remind people, it's the law of attraction. It's not the sometimes law of attraction. <laughs> sometimes law. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not just existing when you happen to be thinking about it. Like it's, it's always responding to us. So, does always. that
0: mean, are you suggesting then that we have a lot of incentive to get into the positive feeling place because we're always attracting and we want to make sure we're attracting the right stuff? Is is that what you mean? Is that what you're getting at?
1: Well, I would hope so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's easy to lose sight of. Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> it's like it's always responding to us. Mm hmm. But it can be, you know, it can be daunting to think of that, like, oh my god, like. But uh, with time and practice, it, it feels much less daunting, and it actually feels good. Like it's like a relief, like, oh good. Well, I'm reaching for better thoughts. I'm making myself as high vibration as possible. I'm setting myself up for some really good vibrations and really good scenarios to come into my life.
0: So when you're in a, a difficult place, you're not, you're not feeling really good, and you know you want to get back is that your main motivation just to feel better and you don't really focus on much else and I just want to feel better?
1: Well, I do. I jump into a a process or something to make myself feel better. Absolutely.
0: But I mean, is that what the main goal is? I mean, or do you have other goals in mind besides that? Do you keep, I guess I'm asking, do you keep it just that simple or do you have more stuff in there?
1: Um, like, ask me again.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when, when you're in a, a difficult place, you're in a not good feeling place, right. you know, you're, you're down, right. and you want to pull yourself yeah. back up. Yeah. What, what, what do you focus on the most? What's your, what's your number one goal that you're trying to accomplish? I know you're trying to get yourself into a better feeling place, but what's, your, what, what's the reason that you're giving yourself? I need to, to, I just need to feel better? Is that it?
1: Well, I need to feel better. One, because it feels better. And two, because I want to set myself up for attracting circumstances and situations and thoughts that keep me feeling better. Oh, okay. So
0: you really do keep a broader perspective yeah. on it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I ask yeah. because I, I tend, I find that when I'm in that really negative place, that really down place, I can't usually see all the broader perspective. So I just mm. go for the part that I can see, which is I need to feel better. That much I can yeah, always
1: absolutely. see. Yeah, that's, absolutely. And that's, that's great
0: absolutely but, but you you actually see a broader perspective than that when you're in a down place which is great to be able to see that because not everybody can do that but it's
1: kind of well it's both it's kind of like but there you go again getting scientific suddenly I don't, I don't even think about it that much <laughs> <laughs> i just know i just know i gotta get myself feeling better <laughs> i don't i don't even in my mind i don't even go into the reasons i just know that i have to that's that. That's my job. That's my work.
0: That's an interesting thing, right there. I think you just said it. You don't think yeah. about reasons.
1: No, because I know the reason. I know it already, so I, I don't. I don't have to convince myself in that sense. Okay. Yeah.
0: That must make it yeah. easy then.
1: Much easier. Yes.
0: Because you don't. You're, you're not. You're not dealing with all of these that reasons.
1: Scientific. I don't have that scientific mind like you, so I don't. Yeah, know. you're teasing me again, I can tell. <laughs> I already no, but I think it's true, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, I that's just how I am. But you know, I've also had clients that are like you as well, mm-hmm. in terms of that stuff. I think that they, they have to know <laughs> all the details all the time, and you know, sometimes that could that can put a block on it because you're too busy thinking about why, why do I have to do this, and why, 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 and that can that can slow down that process.
0: I, I think I just marvel at the fact that for you, it's always a very, very simple thing. There's there's nothing complex about it. It's always simple and always <laughs> feels simple, and your approach is always simple, which is which is that admirable. Is
1: true. That is true. You're right, though. I that mean, is. you're
0: kind of like a, a golfer who just keeps practicing the same swing over and over again so you can practically do it in his sleep, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's true. I do. I think that's true.
0: So what are are you like a three handicap? No, 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 forget that. <laughs> oh
1: god. But yeah, I just guess, I guess I do kind of see it in a simple way, which helps. Very. Yeah. Get myself there.
0: I mean, I I'm I'm really just trying to find different ways to carry on the conversation by seeing how deeply can I get into it with you and you're always like oh, no, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> so you make it very simple.
0: <laughs> I guess that's really the, the point, though. It really does. It, it really is simple. It's just a question of are we willing to let it be simple.
1: That's right. Yes. Yes.
0: Well, then let's keep this simple <laughs> because uh, we haven't uh, given any of our promotional announcements yet, and we do like to remind oh, our goodness. listeners that if they like what they're hearing, and this is not something that they're subscribed to yet, become a subscriber. It's easy to do. You just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, and the instructions for how to subscribe are right there. They take about a minute. It's totally free. And when you're done, you get all 45 episodes that we generate every single month going right to your smartphone where you can listen to them anytime, day or night. And people who are subscribers, they're loving it because we can tell from the numbers how many they're downloading. they're, They're playing almost all the episodes almost every single month. If they're playing Yay. them all the way through, beginning to end, you know it must be good stuff. So take the time to subscribe. And David, I, I know you referred to it earlier, but I'm going to give you the full chance. How does somebody reach out to you <laughs> in case they want to be yep. uh, coached on how to climb out of that hole?
1: Yes, if somebody wants some amazing Law of Attraction coaching, go to lifecoachdavid.com and you can find out how to contact me through there. Or if you don't have a computer, you can just uh, contact me at david from an email. And uh, it's a wonderful experience, and
0: it's a life-changing thing. So I hope to hear from you. And if you haven't figured this out yet, David keeps it really simple. David, it's been a pleasure. look forward to talking to you again (laughs) next week.
1: Okay, well, enjoy.
0: And we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.